Next up, I'm joined by Ashley Butterfield, uh, who is an American who's been traveling the world uh, for the last few years. And uh, recently, she uh, wrote an article about the experience of traveling the world as a black woman uh, and spoke about the fetishism and ostracism uh, that she experienced traveling uh, as a woman of color. And I'm delighted that uh, Ashley joins us on the line now uh, from Bangladesh. Ashley, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Now, I was absolutely fascinated uh, when I heard your story. As uh, a black woman who loves to travel, um, I've experienced many of the things that you spoke about uh, in the uh, article uh, for the BBC. Just start off by giving us a little bit of background about uh, about who you are. You're from Florida in the States, uh, and you spend a great deal of your time uh, traveling. Yeah, so Ashley Butterfield um, from Florida, as you said. Um, uh, a little bit about my background. Um, I went to school in Florida, I studied healthcare management. Uh, after that, I began my career with the United States Peace Corps. Uh, that took me to Swaziland for two years. After that, um, and, and during my time there, I also got a, um, a chance to travel around a bit in South Africa, Mozambique, Zimbabwe. Uh, after my time in Swaziland, I, uh, I traveled from South Africa up to North Africa, mostly over land. Um, then after that, I started working for the Peace Corps in Washington, D.C. Um, I was there for five years. When I finished that, I decided I wanted to travel again, and I've been traveling in Asia since August. So you are very, very well-traveled. And if I could be so bold, probably a great deal more traveled than the average American. I know that's probably not a politically correct thing to say. It's a correct statement. Americans don't travel quite often. Um, when we do, it's typically for two weeks. Um, that's that's our uh, uh, holiday off of work. Other than that, Americans are pretty stationary. Yeah. So when, I mean, you've obviously been bitten by the travel bug. It's obviously something that, that you love to do. And, you know, they say travel broadens the mind, et cetera, et cetera. At what point when you were traveling or where, did you suddenly realize Actually, this isn't just a case of uh, a young woman traveling um, and, and seeing different parts of the globe. I, I am very definitely a young black woman traveling, and that's how I'm being received. Uh, it hit me as soon as I, um, I started traveling. I, I started my travels with the Peace Corps at the age of uh, 21 is when I joined the Peace Corps, and I went to Swaziland. And as soon as I got there, um, I, I noticed that I definitely... Um, if, if I, I mean, I already knew I was black. I mean, yeah, sure. Actually, that, that sounds crazy. But, um, uh, it, it wasn't something that I thought about constantly, but in Swaziland, it was definitely something that I thought about constantly. I was one of, uh, two black Americans with a group of white Americans, um, in Africa, uh, and, and around people who had never really experienced black Americans. So people always, you know, they always had questions for me and the other volunteer, about our background. Some people thought that we were born in Africa but adopted by American families. Um, some people, like I said in the article, just thought I was lying about being American. And so it was definitely, as soon as I got there, it was definitely, a, a, um, um, if I ever forgot that I was black, I was reminded all the time that I was a black person and uh, that I was a black person supposedly representing America. Um, and so it was just, it's, to answer your question, it, it was right away, right mm. away, it was mm. definitely something else pointed out to me what 
had been your expectations in coming to Africa? Had you, and I know that a, a lot of people, um, a lot of people who, uh, either British people, um, who's, who have origins in, in Africa or, or, or American people, um, have this sort of connection or feel a connection, um, to, to the continent. But actually, when, when they arrive here, it's very different. Africa is not, um, in reality what a lot of people think Africa is. Uh, my expectations. I know, yeah, and I agree. Like a lot of, I, I like I'll say a lot of Black Americans, they'll say, you know, Africa is home, or mm. you're going back home. I personally, I never felt that way. I never had that expectation of. I never felt that I was going back home. I, I, I knew even going in that there was just so little that I understood about Africa, so little that I just knew. Um, so it. How could I call that home? I don't know enough about that uh, that place to call it home. It was um, so I was just going there to to learn. I definitely had expectations, um, and they were typically. I mean, they were built off of what I, my understanding of Africa was based on what I saw since I was very young. Um, but it, it never felt. I never went in going. I never went in thinking I was going home. Mm, mm. And you write in the article about your impressions of Africa and African people uh, having been shaped by uh, television and movies and National Definitely. Geographic. Mm. Definitely, I. It's it, and even uh, even um, now I'm just talking to people. Uh, um, just talking to if you even if you talk to a uh, if. if I'll say the average. I won't say the average American, but I would. It wouldn't surprise me if you were talking to a, a person who you would think. Uh, how do how do I word this without offending someone? I'll, I'll just talk about myself. Definitely, yes. Growing up, my 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 understanding of Africa was what I saw on TV, uh, and even just saying even just saying Africa a lot of times in America. When uh, Africa is bought up, you, you never hear people say the country. Like yeah. people typically don't talk about Tanzania or Kenya or Zimbabwe. They just talk about Africa as if it's just this one small place. Everyone looks the same. Everyone talks, to, speaks the same language. Mm. Um, the cultures are just the same. It's never talked about as uh, individual entities. And so it's just everybody just has this idea of this Africa um, and even in my travels in Asia, I was talking to um, some travelers and I mentioned that I had spent time in South Africa. And then their response to me was, well, that's not Africa, Africa. And I said, well, what is Africa, Africa? What does that even mean? It's mm. in Africa that uh, the, the name is, it even has Africa in its name. So how can you say that that's not Africa? Uh, but yeah, it's, it's it's a, a common misconception that Africa is this one way instead of this large, diverse place. Yeah, absolutely. Talk a little bit about your experiences in places like India and Asia. Uh, it's it's and I don't say let me just start off by saying Asia is very similar to Africa and just very similar to America, where it's just people will, will give it the title Asia because sure. that is its title, but it's, it's different countries. Um, different cultures, different experiences than um, when, when you go to different countries. Uh, so I've, like I said, I've been traveling since August um, in Asia, so traveling around to different countries. Um, and uh, I mean, I'm definitely, it, it's, been, it's, it's been a good experience overall, uh, but I'm definitely always on display, uh, definitely always getting stared at. That's the norm, and I'm okay with that. Um, definitely always... Um, 
uh, having teachable moments, I'll say, or opportunities for teachable moments. I don't always take them, honestly, because sometimes what would that I do be? tired. It's, you're gonna you're gonna have to explain to to, the, to our audience what like what what do you mean by you're having teachable moments? I mean, in the in the article, you talk about um uh an, a, a man asking you, are black people better in bed because of genetics or diet, and then uh, somebody filming you uh, on uh, on their phone in in North India. Yeah, I, I have moments like that quite often um or even another uh, i'll just talk about today another teachable moment today i was just well i'm in i'm currently in bangladesh i was just walking around and people just come up and they'll just scream out um uh an african country to me so Mm -hmm. i was just walking around and somebody said nigeria and i said no i'm not from nigeria i'm actually from america um and so we uh we just and he said oh well you look like a person from nigeria (laughs) Um, and, I, and then we just got into a conversation about um, uh, black Americans and then also about what I'm doing here. But that stuff like that happens all the time. Uh, yeah, I do get when I was actually I was recently. Where was I? I was uh, in Nepal and I was just sitting down at a restaurant having noodle soup. And a guy walked up. This guy, he typically, sometimes people ask, sometimes they don't. But this guy walked up and he wanted to know if he could videotape me eating my noodle soup. Um no, no, I, you know, thank you for your, your interest, but actually, no, I don't want to be um, video while I'm enjoying my meal. But stuff like that happens quite often. I remember uh, traveling when I was younger and, and going to um, sort of Thailand and, and other various, various other places. And, and because my, my mom is white, so there would be me like walking around this little black kid with, with a white woman and people were absolutely fascinated people wanted to touch my hair people like wanted to know how this had happened but then as I got older and you know and I'm absolutely loved traveling and as I got older and started traveling um sort of in my own agency as it were rather than just as the child of my mother I started to notice very different ways that my mother was treated to how I was treated in particular um Kuala Lumpur a couple of years ago um I found that very very difficult it was uh, it seemed to be a very um racist country in my experience you know my, my mom would order something or ask for something or I would ask for it uh, and would sort of essentially be ignored and then my mom would would ask and, and would get treated straight away um or get served straight away and I've had those experiences all over the place um and and traveling while black and speaking to to friends of mine also who have this kind of traveling while black experience um it, presumably it hasn't put you off at what point do you and you call them teachable experiences which sounds like of you sounds like you are considerably more tolerant than i am of um of ignorance but if sometimes it's not ignorance is it i mean there, you speak about uh, a bit in the in the article where some kids were um were wanting to touch your hair yeah and I'll, like I said, when I, even when I mentioned teachable moments, like I said, I don't always take the opportunity to, to have those moments because it is frustrating and it is aggravating. And like I'm a tourist, just like everyone else. Um, and so, you know, I just do want to go and explore and learn. And I do want to have those cultural exchanges, but I, I don't always, some, sometimes you just want to have a relaxing, ex, relaxing experience. Um, uh, but the, the touching my hair, um, that, that, that happens actually quite often, uh, or sometimes, uh, so sometimes I wear my hair out and also sometimes I'll wrap it. So sometimes people, uh, if, if my hair is wrapped, people a lot of times will assume that, um, 
I'm Muslim, so we'll have those conversations. You know, you know, I just some it's in certain places the hair wrapping is just for fashion. The touching my hair, um, it happens, but more often what I think happens is that people just stand around me and just gaze at my hair because they just haven't experienced it. Um Sometimes they'll say, you know, is it, is it real? Is it natural? And so we'll have those conversations. Uh, but it just varies. Experience varies. Tell me, what, so was, your just... imp- what was your impetus for, um, for, for speaking to the BBC about your experience as uh, a solo black female traveler? You know, the BBC actually reached out to me. And they reached out to me after I shared... Um, so typically, I, I have a Facebook account, and typically after I travel, I'll share pictures uh, from my travels. And I just want to share pictures with my close friends and families, and so I'll, I'll post an album. Um, and I have a private account, so I just posted my album on my private account uh, with pictures. But my pictures look so beautiful, and because India is a beautiful place, mm. and so I was able to capture very beautiful moments. Um, and even went to two cultural ceremonies, so I had very beautiful pictures. Um, but that only told one part of my experience. And so I definitely wanted to make sure that people just didn't see that and think, oh, you know, India is amazing. I, I must go there. I do want them to think that. But I want people to also be informed before they go there. If you go there and you look like me or similar to me, please be aware that this may be your experience. And and so I just shared um, a brief synopsis, synopsis of my experience um, in my album description and then I had a cousin who uh, she was looking over my album and she read the description and she actually took the information from my private account and posted it on her public Twitter account. Um, then from there, it just kind of went viral and started being shared everywhere. Um, and then someone from the BBC saw it and reached out to me. I love the part at the end of the article which says, and I'll just read it, my dream is that in the not-too-distant future, people all over the world get so used to seeing black people, especially lone black women travellers. But that, but by the time uh, Generation Z black women start exploring the world, we won't be so sensational. We can be observers like every other traveller. Um, and, and I very much relate to that. And and I think it's things. It's something that um, other black people, and we as black people relate to. Otherwise, there wouldn't be Instagram uh hashtags like black people traveling or uh, travelers feeds that that where you know people are literally wearing t-shirts saying you know traveling while black or you know um where do you presumably your experiences you you take all your experiences as just that as an experience it's not something that's uh, obviously put you off uh, from traveling at all where are you headed next you're in bangladesh where next I'm in Bangladesh now, and tomorrow I'm going to Myanmar, Burma. Wow. What, what do your parents or your family think of, of the fact that you're traveling on your own, by the way? Which sounds like a really kind of, um, <laughs> perhaps a very strange question to be asking somebody at the age of, uh, in 2018, um, and to be asking a woman that question, whereas perhaps you wouldn't be asked if you were a, a guy. There is still this kind of, I don't know if stigma is the right word, but concern, I guess, around women traveling on their own. It's not something I've never felt unsafe uh, traveling on my own ever. But I know that people, friends and family of mine have said, you will be careful, won't you? Mm-hmm. Um, they're concerned. Um, they care about me, so they're concerned. And also, you know, as I travel, I meet a lot of um people from the community and they're concerned. They're like, what? You're, you're female. You're traveling. Where's your guy? I get asked all the time, where's my guy? Or is your friend coming? When is he coming? 
Um, and so that's that's a common concern uh, from people who know me and strangers that I just happen to meet along the way. And and it's a concern of mine as well. Um, for example, right now I'm in Bangladesh um, and it holds the title or at least it held the title uh, as one of the um, the country with the highest rate of acid crimes, mostly against women. Um, and so that's that's definitely something that I have to take into consideration when I'm going to go to um, to any place, you know, how, how are women treated there? What's the temperament like? And so I do need to stop and do my research. Um, so it's it, my family in short, my family, they, 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 they're concerned, but also I think that from my travels, they've been able to learn a lot and experience this with me. And I know that is something that's uh, a passion of mine. And so at, at this point they're on board, they're pretty on board with it. Nice and they brag about me a lot. So. I can imagine. <laughs> it's been great having you on the show. Um, wishing you uh, further travels and safe travels wherever you uh, may end up. Uh, it sounds like quite the life that you're living there. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me.